You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Rumor, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of our qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Hi, over here. Is this thing on? Oops. Can you spell your name for us, please? H-E-I-D-I, Heidi. So what are you announcing today? The new High Five menu from Friendly's is here. Five of your favorites, each just five bucks. High Five! Why the High Five? A High Five is the ultimate sign of friendliness, hence the High Five 
salad menu. What's on it? Well, we've got our fresh crispy chicken salad or our loaded waffle fries. Then we've got our always fresh, never frozen all-American burger with cheese, a tender grilled chicken wrap, and the Turkey Club Supermelt Sandwich that all come with fries. All five bucks each? If you have five bucks, you have options, people. High five! We've heard Friendly's is collecting a trillion high fives. Can you confirm? I sure can. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash Friendly's High Five and learn about our mission. We want to spread high fives all over this great land. Here, up top, high five! Only at participating locations. Huh? High five! Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted fair trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m. There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. He's got a man open in the end zone. Touchdown! Tigers touchdown! Five wide receivers, empty backfield for Collins in the shotgun. Three near side, here's the pass. Looking goes back, and he's under pressure, and he's brought down! For a big sack that time was number 65, Chris Kirkett. Weaveling under center. White and Duffy in the backfield. Moat as the blocking back. It's a delayed handoff. He gives it to White. He cuts back at the five. He's in for the touchdown. Weaverling's going to run big though. He's down. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Billy Weaverling on a broken play for Marple Newtown. Here's the kickoff. Ryan White's going down the sidelines. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, midfield. 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. He's got nobody behind him. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Handoff faked underneath. Weaverling's going to try and take it himself. He leans close to a, the end zone and stood up. And finally, looks like he's pushed across. And there goes the signal. Touchdown, Billy Weaverling. Tigers have tied the ball game. Moriarty takes his position in the shotgun formation. Two-man backfield. Fakes the handoff. He's under a rush. He's moving towards the near sideline. Throws it into the turf, and it is intercepted. Intercepted by wow. One wide receiver split to the near side. Two-man backfield. DeFiori under center. It's a fumble. It's on the turf. Picked up. My vote. Across the 40. 35, 30. 25, 20. Nobody behind him. 15, 10, 5. He's in for the touchdown. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Vincent Gallo, Christo Garavellis, and Greg Pecco. 
and we welcome you into Harry Harvey Stadium. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavales here on Senior Night in Marple Newtown, set to take on Radner here tonight. And Christo, as the temperatures dip down into the low 40s, high 30s, we have a final home game of the season here for Marple Newtown against the Red Raiders. Absolutely. It's the time of year where you're getting ready to play football for the second half of the season. Getting ready to look for the playoffs, getting ready for a second half of the season. It's a long season, but now you have to get ready for these playoffs. You're going to have a whole other half to play, and uh, it's going to be a great game tonight, Greg. And the Tigers are currently the fourth seed in the District 1A, uh, 3A playoffs, excuse me, for uh, District 1. And if they win tonight, they lock in at least a four-seed guarantee themselves a uh, home game as they have a 120-point lead over Academy Park, who is playing Interboro tonight. So some implications in terms of home field advantage here in this one tonight, Christo. Absolutely, and you know what? You, you want to go strong into the playoffs. You want to get a win, you want to feel confident, and you want to have a home game because going on the road in the playoffs when it's cold after a long season, it's no fun. So if you can have a home game and get ready to go, have a short week, it's going to be a good night. Now they're taking on a Red Raiders team that is 0-8 to this point in the season. So obviously tonight, uh, what do you have to do to make sure you don't take the Red Raiders too lightly? They have a mobile quarterback, which at times has posed issues for Marble Newtowns in the past. Uh, last week, Haverford did a nice job running an option-style spread where they were able to get out and, and score on Marple's defense. You know what? Ratner does a good job with uh, with their offense. They run a spread offense, but they also run a wing T offense with double tight formations. They switch things in and out. You know, they have a running back. They have a quarterback number three, as they put uh, his name is Tim Wilson. He plays basically the wildcat. He's not going to throw the ball. He's going to run. He's a great athlete at running the ball. And then they play a sophomore quarterback when they go to their spread formations when they like to throw the ball. So you know what? They have Marple just has to keep doing what they're doing, stay with their game plan, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball until somebody stops you. And if they don't stop you, then you just keep going until you get the win. And this season, you know, we have assessed the Tigers' offense and defense uh, every game, so it's pretty much the same game plan, running the football and, and throwing occasionally for the Tigers' offense defensively, keeping teams in front of them and shutting down a passing game uh, where, where they're able to. Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, last week that seemed like it hurt them a little bit. You know, uh, they tried to throw the ball at the end of the game to get back, and then uh, they're not used to throwing the ball like they did. They threw probably the most they have all season last week, and uh, it caught them at the end of the game. But right now, you have to keep doing what you're doing, running the ball, give Moat the ball, give Moat the ball, and you know what? Throw Fam the ball a little. I'm sorry, give Fam the ball a little bit, and then you can break it up a little bit because if you just stop Moat, then, you know, Marple has to go with something else. If Moat gets going early, then it's going to be a long night for the Radner. Now, for those of you out there wondering how the playoffs work, as we are two weeks away from them, uh, 4A playoffs are decided based upon average points that you get. In 4A, you get 100 points for a win uh, at against a 4A team, and then, you know, 84 a 3A and so on as you go down by 20 points there. Um, but for 3A, it's based upon total points. And right now, Marble Newtown has 800 points. They are 170 behind Springfield, who they will face next week. So potentially, they could grab that first seed. They have to hop over Phoenixville and uh, Pottsgrove as well to do it, but certainly not an, an, a task that they can't get. But Springfield, a very tough opponent looming down the road. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, Springfield is playing Strathaven tonight. So if Strathaven beats Springfield and Marple wins tonight, next week sets up a huge game against Springfield. So then you can uh, jump up a spot on the playoffs, and then you know what? It's going to be a good night. For that. And so far in that Haven-Springfield game, Haven is up 14 to nothing. 
in that football game. So things are going to get real interesting real fast here. Just to go over the bottom half, the top four seeds are, are basically set, but the bottom half of the eight teams that get in, there's seven teams playing for four spots. And currently, Academy Park, Strathaven, Interborough, and Pope John Paul II are all in. You have Oxford, Harriton, and Octorera on the outside looking in, but they're very close. Uh, Octorera will be eliminated tonight if they lose or Pope John Paul the uh, II wins. Harriton is eliminated with a loss and a Pope John Paul win. And uh, Oxford is eliminated if they lose and Pope John Paul wins. So you have a few fluctuations there. Looking at it going ahead, Christo, with Springfield, Strathaven, uh, currently in that game, Strathaven's kind of come back here. They were kind of on the outside. They were 11th seed a few days ago. Absolutely. You know, when the beginning of the year, we saw Strathaven here at home playing Marple. And you know what? It didn't seem like they were in sync, you know. James Griffith, number 22 they have, is a great runner. Seems like they're getting him the ball more and more and more. And with that kid getting the ball more and more, he's just dominating games. And that's what happens with Strathaven. Just like Marple in that wing T offense, you have basically your three three good backs. And if you have one dominating back, as Marple has Samara Moat, Strathaven has Griffin, you can just keep running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. And that's what they do best. And not to get ahead of ourselves, but being that Academy Park would have been the, the third-week opponent if Marple didn't make the playoffs and they didn't make it, and we saw them in the preseason. What can we look forward to if that is the team that the, the Tigers would play in the playoffs? You know what? Academy Park is playing good football right now. Their defense is stacked, i got to be honest. Their defensive line is big. Their defensive line strong and fast. They can play. They're mobile. They're quick. They're athletes because most of them play basketball. Their linebackers are very strong. Marple's going to have a tough shot against Academy Park because it's not somebody you want to play first round the way Academy Park's playing so far. And we saw them in the preseason uh, here in a scrimmage game, and it was a very competitive scrimmage. Uh, hard to tell who wins in those things because of the way the setup is. You keep the ball after you score and you run 10, 15 plays first and then you switch. But uh, as the captains meet now at center field to determine the sides, we will await to see what the call is. Head referee tonight is Larry Soler. Your umpire is Mark Ferris. Headline judge is Howard Raynard. Uh, side judge, Kevin Pollock. And back judge, Joe Cantello. So as the head official, Larry Soler, meets with the captains to just go over last-minute instructions and the coin flip. We will send it down to him in just a moment here. For the final time, Marple Newtown seniors come into Harry Harvey Stadium for a regular season football game here tonight. And the coin is up. Mr. Solar shows the side and we will throw it down to him the toss was won by Radner they are received so Radner has elected to receive we will be back with the opening kickoff next on the Tigers radio network going to the game this weekend? yeah I'm on the team <laughs> good one Get in here, son. Make this. Everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. Tonight, the 6 and 2 Marple Tonight, the 6-2 Marple Newtown Tigers welcome the winless Radnor Red Raiders into Harry Harvey Stadium. The Tigers are coming off of a tough loss to Haverford last week and are looking to get back to their winning ways in their final regular season home game this year. Along with the final home game comes Senior Night. 
and with the will of this group of seniors, the Tigers look to grab a win and in the process guarantee themselves at least one more game here at Harry Harvey Stadium when the playoffs start in two weeks. It's the Tigers hosting the Red Rainers on Senior Night next on the Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. End of the national anthem here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Tigers getting ready to kick off. Anthony Nicolardi, the senior kicker, for the final time, will open a game up here at Harry Harvey Stadium as the teams prepare. And, Christo, what do we got to expect here from the kickoff from Marple Newtown? You know what? Marple's been doing a great job all year on special teams. Marple has to keep their good kickoff coverage, stay in their lanes, get down the field, blow up any type of wedges you have in front of you and just make the play. Radner has a decent kick returner. He's got to, he has to get the ball and he's got to find the wedge, find a little bit of hole and get a little, get a little daylight and he can go. And Brady James along with Tim Wilson will return for the Red Raiders. They are back at their 10. Nicolardi sets the ball up at the 40. Getting ready to kick off here to start this one here in week nine for Marple Newtown. They are six and two. The Red Raiders are 0 and eight. Nicolardi back at his 30. You have Brady James and Wilson to return. Nicolardi's kick, high end over end, near side of the field. Brady James takes it at the 15. He's gonna run to the inside, finds a little bit of a hole to the near side and run out of bounds at the 34 by number 22. Anthony Rosanio. You know what, right there, Mr. James, he had a nice little wedge there, and he got to the outside a little bit, a couple blockers in front, he could have taken a little bit more. So the Red Raiders will move right to left, the Tigers will move left to right, uh, defending the far left end zone right now for Marple Newtown, and then the Red, Red, Red Raiders will defend the far right. So Red Raiders come out. Mike Corrick. The quarterback for the Radner Red Raiders, three wide receiver. It's a pitch far side to Wilson. He finds a little bit of daylight and then is brought down after three yards on the far side of the field at the 39. Brought down by number 42, Nick Shiraki. Nick doing a good job going inside out of the offensive lineman and making the play right there. Right there, Radner lining up in that wing T offense with a toss to that wing back, and wing back can't find any room out there. Now Wilson, the running back on that play, he will come out out of a wildcat we saw that last year at Radner, and he will do the same today at times. Corrick now under center. He's got two receivers, or out of the wing, I'm sorry, two receivers split, far side one, ball at the far hash at the 39, 11-14 left here in the first. Quick handoff far side of the field, and only about three, four yards picked up by number 30 for the Red Raiders, T.J. Hines. Brought down by the inside linebacker, number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. Ryan doing a nice job. Once again, going inside out of that offensive line with his outside shoulder free and bringing down the fullback. Fullback running hard there for about seven, eight yards. So it'll be third down and a long one. 10-40 
four left in the first quarter. Out of the wing. Corrick under center. Two receivers split. Now man in motion. Corrick the pitch to Hines. He tries to go up the middle. He gets the first down and brought down at the 47. Brought down again by the inside linebacker, number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. Right there, the fullback faking the toss and cutting it back. There's a little bit of a gap there. Offensive line for Radner doing a good job, making a couple holes there. But Ryan does a nice job bringing the fullback down. And coming out under center will now be Cork once again. You're going to have two wide receivers split. Three running backs, two wing backs, one directly behind center as the tailback. Wilson. And Cork now quick handoff again up the middle to T.J. Hines. He picks up eight or nine yards and then finally brought down. Brought down by number 42, Nick Shiraki. Nick playing the free safety position has to come up and bring the big fullback down. Big fullback there has finding room. The offensive line for Radner is opening up holes, and the fullback is finding his way, and he's moving the ball. He's right there. He runs for about seven yards, Greg. Second down and two. Ball at the Tigers, 44, 9.38 left. Corrick under center. He's got the receiver, Conley, near side. Hines directly behind him in the backfield. Wilson near side, wing back. In motion now. Goes number 22. The pitch is to him. Taylor Bryan, and he is stacked up for a one-yard loss. Brought down by number 65, Chris Kirkey, in the defensive tackle from Marple. Does a nice job staying home and not getting sucked outside in that sweep because he sees the cutback, and the running back is trying to find that hole inside, which he should have stayed outside, stayed on his lane, and he would have been able to get for a couple yards instead of a loss of one. And that was Tajay Bryan, excuse me, on, on the run that time. Nine minutes left, third down and three ball at the Tigers' 45 here. Radner's opening drive here after they won the toss. Cork. Cork, excuse me, under center, near side Conley, far side receiver is Yang. Hines behind the quarterback in the backfield, now in motion, far side goes Wilson. The pitch goes to Hines, far side of the field, tries to cut it up. He's going to be hit and got no gain on the play. Big stop on third down by Marple Newtown. Brought down by number 42, Nick Shiraki. Nick playing the free safety, coming up strong and hard right there to bring that big fullback down. Right there, Radner's trying to run the sweep with the fullback. He's big, he can move a little bit, but he's not like Tim Wilson. I don't know why they're not giving Tim the ball right now. So, interesting start for Radner here. Appears that they are going to punt the football here as Moat and Fam will go back to their own 15 far left side. If you're following at home to punt, number 12, Bobby Coons. Coons at his own 40. Coons is punt. Low line drive spiral. Moat gets away from it. It's going to bounce out of bounds at about the 8-yard line far side of the field. So the Tigers will take over at their own 8. And Christo to start. Defensively uh, allowed the Red Raiders to get a little bit of yardage, but able to hold tough as soon as it came over into Tigers territory. Absolutely, you know, but Radner seems like they're they're trying to piece things together, you know, they're having a tough season right now, but the offensive line looked good that first uh, series, you know, they had a couple dives up the middle, a couple cutbacks, it seems like they have to get Mr. Wilson involved a little bit more. Running back is fast and he knows what to do with the ball. So here we go. Radinger under center, Rosanio near side wing back, Moat in the backfield with Fam. No receivers out of the set. Rodinger, quick run up the middle. He fumbled the football, and it looks like Radner has it. Wow. And the official signal, it is Radner football, so Rodinger fumbles the snap on the QB keeper. 
to nope. start the game. Number 20, Garrison Jacobs. Does as I'm sorry, the cornerback comes up with the fumble. Huge turn of events. Rad are ready to go right now. Hopefully they can just pound the ball. If they get a score here, it's, it's a game changer right now. Greg. So 7.43, Radner takes over at the Tigers' nine. So it'll be first down and goal. And it looks like Wilson is going to be the quarterback this time with Hines in the backfield. You're going to have Cork as one of the wingbacks near side, Connolly, far side, Yang. Receivers in motion goes Corrick. Now Wilson's going to keep it, going to go far side of the field. He's got no room and run out of bounds after maybe a yard, Christo. Pushed out of bounds on number 42, Nick Shiraki. Nick doing a good job tonight from the safety position, playing sideline to sideline, coming downfield, pushing Wilson out. Radner right there, they're trying to run a sweep with the quarterback to the close side of the field. You know, and there's not much room over there to get your guards outside for blocking, but I don't know why you're running into the boundary like that. So 7.38 left here in the first quarter. Second down and goal from the eight now. So a one-yard pickup for Wilson. Wilson under center once again. Corrick near side wing back. Hines behind the quarterback. Now in motion goes Bryant. And then Hines on the quick handoff up the middle and brought down after five yards. Brought down by number 55, Anthony Desiderio. Does a nice job closing the hole on that to, to bring the running back down. You know what? Radner right there. Blowing Marple off the ball a little bit, there is a huge hole. If you get somebody a little bit quicker in that fullback spot, that play goes for a touchdown. So 7.38 left in this first quarter. Third down and goal from the Tigers. Four here for Radner after the Radinger fumble gave them the field position at the nine. So under center is Wilson. Near side, Bryant. Hines in the backfield. You have Connolly, the receiver. In motion goes Bryant. Con- Wilson's going to oh keep it. going to run near side of the field. Trips up at oh. about the three. Ball comes out. And then on it is Radner, but they're going to say he's down, but he's short of the end zone anyhow. You know what? Mr. Wilson, Tim Wilson, has the speed right there. He got outside. He just didn't have enough blockers so he can get into that end zone. And right now you're at the one-yard line. I don't know if Radner's going to go for this or get the points. Well, I guess when you're when you're 0-8, going for it isn't... Too bad of an option here at the one. Absolutely. You know, why not go for the touchdown at this point? You're 0-8. You can cause an upset right here, and you can change the tide right now. Seven minutes remaining in the first. Fourth and goal from the one. And Wilson will come out now as a wing back. Cork under center again as the quarterback. You have Bryant and Hines also in the backfield. Yang far side, near side. Connolly. Ball at the near hash at the one. In motion goes Wilson. Correct. Quick up the middle to Hines. He's hit immediately. He's trying second effort, third effort. Ball oh. comes out in the end zone. Oh, Who's touchdown. on it? He got it. It's touchdown. No signal yeah, yet. And touchdown. now, and Radner back on it. So a lucky bounce for Radner as the ball moves forward into the end zone, and they recover there for six. You know what? Parker Moss came in like a madman, wrapping up the fullback, T.J. Hines. Okay? Right there, T.J. is barreling, trying to get in the end zone. And he just fumbles the ball, and Radner picks it up for a touchdown. And now it's 7-0, first quarter, six minutes left. Coons do for the extra point for Radner. Coons' extra point attempt, it is straight through and good. And it's 7-0 lead for Radner. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. (laughs) Good one. Get in here, son. Make this. Everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. 
No one cares who the kicker is until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. And welcome back here to Harry Harvey Stadium. Radner leads 7-0 after a Rodinger fumble gave them good field position. They were able to punch it in on four downs there finally by T.J. Hines at the very end. Now to kick off for the Red Raiders is Coombs getting ready to kick to Moat Fan and Rosiano. Or Rosanio, excuse me. And now an official call for a stoppage as Coons now walks off the field looking to get, I guess it's a a mouth guard or a chin strap, Christo? Looks like a mouth guard, Greg. So, to kick from the 40. Radner will defend the far right end zone. The Tigers will move left to right now with 6.31 left in this first quarter. They find themselves down by seven points early. And Coons sets up at his own 30. Set the kick and Famine, Rosanio, and Moat are at their own 10. And most teams have kicked away from Moat this season, Christo. Absolutely. You know what? You have to kick away from him. He has the speed and the vision to do whatever he wants when he gets the ball. Coons' kick is a low line drive. Going to bounce at the 20 to Fam. He picks it up at the 12. Fam going to run near side of the field. He's got a little bit of a hole. He's got a couple men on him. And finally brought down at the 6 uh, by number 6, Joe Yang, at the 32. Joe does a nice job sprinting down the field, breaking up through the wedge, and bringing Fam down. You know what, Greg? Radner, even though they're 0-8, anything can happen, you know? I just want to say... Back in 97, I played at Haverford. We were 0-10. Westchester East comes in at 9-0. And they had Matt Schaub, a quarterback, and a kid named Greg Moody at off the tackle going to Georgia Tech. We came out and we beat those guys, and they missed the playoffs that year because of that one loss. So anything can happen in this game tonight, Greg. And just to note, Samara Mo just left the field. appears that he might be cramping up, but we don't want to speculate. Anyhow, Rodinger under center. Fam in the backfield. You have Rosanio near side, wing back in. Tista far side, running back. The handoff goes to Fam. He's going to cut back up the middle, and he's going to be hit immediately and only picks up about a yard, if that. Brought down by number 51, Paul Sumbasang. I don't know what his last name is, but the kid made a nice play right there on Fam. Samboon Song There you go. would be there the you. correct pronunciation, Christo. There you go, Greg. He does a nice job bringing Fam down. For a gain of one yard. That's only the second mulligan of the year, you know. Hey, yeah, you, sometimes you got to take them. Second and nine, ball to the Tigers, 35. Rodiger under center. He's got White in the backfield with Fam and Rosanio near side wing back. Rosanio's going to go in the move, fakes the hand off to White. Now Rosanio far side of the field, hitting the backfield for a loss. Number 20, Garrison Jock. Not getting caught up in that belly sweep stuff, just like Haverford did last week. Garrison playing that corner position and this free safety position right there. He's playing free safety, playing at the line of scrimmage, and brings brings uh, uh, I'm sorry, Rosanio down for a loss of four yards. So a loss of four. It's third and 15, 520 to play in the first. Tigers down seven to nothing here. And Teast is going to be the near side receiver. Fam will be the wing back. You have Rosanio and White in the backfield. Rodinger under center. 
Ball at the 28. Reininger's going to look to throw. He's going to roll near side of the field. He's going to throw to Rosanio incomplete, well over his head and out of bounds. Radner bringing the heat right there, okay? You have everybody covered. Reininger decides to pick the receiver to throw to, and he throws it out of bounds. You don't give your receiver a chance when you do that. And when you don't do that, then you have no chance of having any gain. Right now, you have fourth and 15. You're ready to punt. Radner's feeling a little bit hot now. They're ready to get the ball back. So you have Wilson back along with Tajay Bryant to return. They're at their own 40. Kirkian to punt from his own 19. Punts a low line drive. End over end. going to hit down at the 45. Bounce out of bounds at around the... See where the final mark is. Is The officials are going to say it bounced out at the 42. And that's, that's rather generous on that far side of the field. And you know what? Right now, you know, Radner's starting with good field position. You know, you have the ball, looks like, at the 41-yard line of Radner, and they're feeling confident, feeling good. And if they can just keep doing what they're doing, they can come away here with a win. And, Christo, it is senior night, and I don't want to make excuses, but to kind of pregame events kind of throw you out of your routine a little bit? You know what? It shouldn't at all because you have to be ready to play every game, especially on senior night, your last home game. The emotions are flying. You want to be able to do good and come away with the win. Cora, quick handoff to Hines, and he's stacked up for a loss of two by the Tigers. Brought down by number 55, Anthony Desiderio. Not getting fooled with anything. Bringing the big fool back down for a loss of about three yards. Radner, not good play calling right there. So... 4.33 left in the first, second down and 12 now at the Radner 39. They will come out now with Wilson at the wingback position, Connolly near side receiver, Yang far side, Cork under center. He has, appears to be Bryant directly behind him. Cork's going to look to throw near side of the field. It is caught by Connolly and then dropped, and then no call, no signal, and now it's uh, finally an incomplete is the final call. You know what, Ratner does a good job with that hook-to-curl stuff. Number 44 running a nice route with the curl. But you know what, Markle does a better job. Parker Moss doing a good job dropping back into his coverage. His linebacker usually have curl to flat, and he identified the curl right away, came back, and was able to, to knock the ball loose. So Connolly checks out. Ellis Schaefer, who's a receiver slash quarterback as well for the Red Raiders, will come in. It'll be third down and 12 at the Radner 38, 4-10 remaining in this one. Near side is Ellis. You have Wilson, a wing back near side. Bryant directly behind center, by the, behind the quarterback, Cork. Far side of the field appears to be Yang. Cork under center. Cork's going to look to throw. Three-step drop. Now he's under pressure. Kirkian on him. Should have been a hold call. No flag down. Thrown out of bounds by Cork as Kirkian was being lassoed around the neck that time, Christo. Yeah, and you know what? The quarterback for Radner does a decent job getting out of the pocket and throwing the ball away because right there he could have been had a loss of about 20 yards. But he does a good job throwing the ball away, and Marple's defense playing relentless right now, coming for his head and taking names later. So here we go to punt is Coons. He will be at the Radner 25. Fam, or excuse me, Fam and Rosanio are at their own 30. So the snap... Tacoons, a little bit high, but he's able to hold on to it. Punt, low line drive, end over end is going to bounce at the 35, and the Tigers will get away from it, and it'll settle down at the 29. 
So that was a decent punt by Coons, you know. Now you have Marple on their own 29-yard line. Let's see if Radner's defense can come out to play. Radner has a nice inside linebacker getting some Ivy League looks. He can see a strong player, but the rest of the team is a little bit young, you know. And Marple, with the experienced offense, has to be able to come out here and, you know what, score a touchdown right now. You have to tie this game up. And obviously Samara Moat's still out with an injury. We won't speculate, but obviously that will affect the Tigers' offense. So White... With Rosanio in the backfield, Fam far side wing, near side Antista, ball far hash at the 29. Rodinger hands off up the middle to White, and he is brought down after maybe four yards. Brought down by number one, by number 51, Paul Sumenbog. Some boon song. Some boon song, huh? Well, he does a good job playing flat down the line of scrimmage, bringing the ball carried down. So it'll be second down and six, ball. At the Tigers 34, they find themselves down 7 to nothing. 3.20 left in this one. Antista near side, receiver Rodinger under center. Fam in the backfield with White. Rodinger takes the snap, gives the handoff to White up the middle. He picks up a first down for the Tigers across the 40. Number 51, Paul Sumbasang does a decent job bringing White down, but you know what? White does a nice job finding the opening hole right there, running for about seven yards for the first down. So three minutes left, first down and ten here in the first quarter. Ball at the Tigers' 41. As they begin to move the football here after a slow start here early. Antista near side receiver. White in the backfield with Rosanio. Fam, the far side wing back, along with Ryan first at the tight end position. In motion goes Fam to the near side. Handoff by Rodinger delayed to Rosanio. He picks up seven yards, eight yards, and brought down at the 48. Brought down by number 22, Tajay Bryant. Tajay doing a nice job bringing Rosanio down, but Rosanio on the counter crisscross play, it's basically a counter play, has a slow delay, 1-1000, one, one and, and then he gets the handoff, an inside handoff, and looking for the hole. Offensive line for Marple doing a nice job opening holes for a seven-yard game. 2.10 left here in the first. Second down and three ball at the Tigers, 48. 7-0 lead for Radner. Antista near side receiver. Rosanio near side wing back. White and Fam are in the backfield. First far side tight end. Rodinger's handoff goes to White. Uh, up the middle. He's got a hole. Cross the 40. Cross the 30. And run out of bounds around the 22-yard line. Number 20, Garrison Jock pushes White out of bounds. White doing a great job filling in for Mo right now. Running an 87 belly, which is a belly to the left. The hole is huge. He can find space. He has speed. And he runs for about a 40-yard gain right there, Greg. So big pickup here, and that will get the Tigers going. And Mike White, the young running back who is a sophomore, getting some action here with Moat on the sidelines. Ball now, first down and 10 at the Red Raiders 20. Antista near side receiver. It's White, Rosanio are in the backfield. Fam far side wing back with Ryan first at the tight end position. Rodinger takes the snap. 148 left on the clock. Handoff quick to White up the middle. He picks up another six yards, and it'll be second down. White right there does a good job running the belly, staying close to the offensive guard, staying right behind his block, and brought down by number 51, Paul Sumbasan. 
And we haven't seen much of White this year, Christo, but he's got a nice explosive first uh, when he hits that hole real quick. Absolutely, you know, he has good speed for a sophomore, and he's getting some he's getting some reps right now. He's getting some experience, and hopefully that will help the Tigers come playoffs. Near side, Shiraki, the receiver. Fam, far side, wing back, Rosanio, and White are in the backfield. Rodinger under center, second down and four. Handoff goes to White up the middle. He's got a big hole. Looks like he's got the first down across the 10, brought down at the 8. Number 3, Tim Wilson brings down White. White runs for a gain of about 6 yards there. Tim doing a good job bringing White down. But White, once again, following his fullback through the line of scrimmage. When the fullback, I'm sorry, when the wingback looks up inside, he's blocking that inside linebacker. And White doing a good job following his blocks. Under a minute here in the first quarter. First down and goal from the Red Raiders 9, they lead it 7-0 over Marple Newtown. Rodiger under center. It's White and Fam in the backfield. Rosanio near side. Wing back two tight ends are Hamilton and first. Rodiger handoff goes to Fam up the middle. He makes a cut. Still on his feet. Brought down. Ball loose at the 2. And it looks like Marple has the football again. You know what? The fumble recovered by number 63, Ed Graham, the offensive lineman. That's an offensive lineman's dream to pick up that fumble and run it in the end zone, but he does a good job just falling on top of it and keep Marple, keep, let Marple still have the ball right now. 13 seconds left, first, second down and goal from about the two yard line here, Christo. See if they get this play off. Clock ticks under five seconds now. They get to the line. Like they're gonna win. No time left. That's the end of the quarter. So with the end of the first quarter, Radner leaves it 7-0. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.